Oh, I can't wait for show and tell. Um, let's just like dive into this. So I'm just going to uh, like... You. I, I think, think it sounds good. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Spencer Barksdale to the Ponytail Show. Welcome. Well, hello, Lauren and the Ponytail Show and all the amazing viewers out there. <laughs> yes, they're very amazing to be listening to this very niche podcast in the corner of the internet. But I like, dude, it's like, it's been very interesting. More and more people are like actually listening and like uh, giving feedback and like just being part of the ride. It's been pretty cool. Since like the last the podcast I had with you, which was like months ago already, yeah, um, yeah, a little podcast universe, ponytail podcast universe, is flourishing like mushrooms in the forest. It's beautiful, <laughs> thanks to that lovely people like yourself. Well, and a wonderful leader like yourself. Um, <laughs> since, since I last spoke with you, when we were already in very turbulent times, we are really lucky as a group of people <laughs> during our lives to go through even more turbulence. Yes, <laughs> we are so lucky. And, you know, that's why um, you had this awesome idea for the theme this this podcast which is would you like I'm going to drum roll what's the theme Spencer <laughs> no, I, I asked my parents for drums when I was 10 years old one time and the thing that would happen with, on our birthdays is my mother would slip like a birthday card under our pillow when we were sleeping Aww. so you would open it up and that would be your first thing and then everybody would wake up and then you'd get presents well I can still remember it so clearly because it sucked. Um, <laughs> I opened it. I opened the card up and it was like one of those cards where you can sort of turn a little knob to your birthday. So it was turned to 10 and it was like, <laughs> here's your set of drums. So I didn't get any drums. <laughs> it was the card. Thanks, mommy. Thank you, mommy. This is what I'm up against, seriously. But I think they found that, that I was so fucking annoying anyway. <laughs> they're like, seriously, if we have drums in the house, that's just going to be a drag for everyone. <laughs> but speak, bringing drums into it, which was something exciting and creative. And there was a sense of, you know, there is an a, such a sense of freedom by playing music and getting inspired by music, right? Beautiful. And it's allowing creativity to flow from your body, you know? Oh, it's yeah. just so unbelievable. And that's where you and I were talking the other day about freedom. Freedom. And uh, we have certainly seen over the past, I mean, for a little while, um, certainly in the United States, um, freedom has really been checked, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, I'm not, I don't want to make any like, oh, well, I believe in this, somebody else believes oh, yeah. in that. But no, it, it, we're tired of that anyway. We're all tired, okay? We don't need exactly. to know people's political point of views anymore. Totally. 
But what we were discussing, and it kind of tied into a little bit of our last discussion together, was fashion and clothing and how it is a sense, it allows us to be a sense of who we are. And one of the key expressions really are t-shirts and sweatshirts. Um, And it pretty much says it like it is. I mean, look at yours. Can we see yours? Okay. So I'm today, everyone, I'm wearing a green and yellow t-shirt given to me by our dear friend, Eric Kavatek. Thank you very much, Eric. And it says, hi, Eric. And it says, ugly, mean, and nasty. Which um, which was very appropriate. It was a very appropriate gift to me from Eric. And so, what are you wearing today? Well, I'm wearing one that I that I had actually showed in the last one, which is a Run DMC, and um, you know, with the sunglasses, with the glasses at the bottom. And I mean, you know, Run DMC when they came out. I mean, they were pretty hardcore. You know, I mean, coming from a predominantly white background and white neighborhood. Um, You know, it was someone that was just not, you know, I didn't really listen to them. And it wasn't until I kind of got into leaving my home where it was like, wow, this band is is really cool. They're out there, you know, they're they're throwing some, you know, a bunch of... uh, they're, they're throwing a bunch of creativity out to us. Yeah. They're giving us a point of view. They are standing up for who they are. And um, so to me, this represents that time in the 80s for me where it was like, wow, I'm breaking free of my past a little bit um, and being encouraged to kind of um, – be encouraged to go into different directions and stand up for myself and be who we be our true selves. Um, That's certainly a, you know, that's certainly something that we're learning all through our lives. I mean, some people say, Oh, when you get to your sixties or whatever, you know, you're all, you know, you know, everything that it's about. I don't believe that. I just feel like as you're someone who grows you are constantly learning and constantly figuring out Hell what, yeah. you, and, what you stand for. And the yeah. world is constantly evolving. You know, the, it's not like the world stays stagnant in one kind of state. You know, the world is constantly changing. Therefore, as it changes and we change, we have to kind of go with the flow and, and evolve together with the universe that we live in. I want to just like make give a little framework to, you know, the, the our conversation about freedom today because like I feel like a lot of people have very different interpretations of what freedom means to them. And I feel like in this little niche corner of the internet, you know, where we t- mainly my on my podcast we talk about creativity, we talk about self-expression and art and culture and fashion you know like guys freedom to us like freedom to me means like just just that beautiful ability to express your true self and and kind of know your true self and and discover 
who you are and, and be able to express that in, in the most creative, weird, wonderful, wacky, whatever way you, whatever the hell way you want to do it. And that is what makes the world beautiful. That's what I think freedom is. What do you think freedom is, Spencer Barksdale? Well, I love that. I mean, it's within the vernacular of what we're talking about. I wrote down a couple things, and I don't want to trash oh. my mother. I love her very much, <laughs> um, and I love my family very much. But I remember, you know, The Gap used to be a, a retailer where you could go in there, you could buy jeans, you could buy other stuff. But then they had this T-shirt area that you could go and pick your color T-shirt and you could have heat, whatever heat pressed graphic you wanted. Nice. And I was getting ready to go off to camp for the summer. And so my mother took me to the gap and she was like, you can have whatever T-shirt that you want. <laughs> I picked the baby blue T-shirt. <laughs> I picked an image of Tweety Bird. And she goes, Tweety Bird. <laughs> and I go, yeah. And she goes, now, are you sure you want Tweety Bird? <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's what I want. You know, and I think that was probably the one of the very first times <laughs> I was like, no, I, this is what I want. This is a freedom of expression. Yes. I don't give it, you know, Tweety Bird is this yellow, weird little <laughs> bird with big feet. I'm like, totally different thing. You know, I feel like she was kind of going into another direction of what it meant. Maybe it was a little um, feminine for a boy to be wearing Tweety Bird, but I got it and I love oh, that T-shirt. Um, years later, when I lived in Destin, Florida, um, which was my junior year of college, I got this T-shirt from the Hog's Breath Saloon um, that said, suck the head and eat the tail. It was all about, <laughs> was about crawfish, That's right? so good. Oh, so is the Hog's Breath Saloon in America, is that where you eat crawfish? In I remember there was a chain in Australia called the Hog's Breath Cafe, and I just remember them for curly fries. That's all. But, tell, <laughs> but I love the fact that this one made a T-shirt that said, suck the head and, and what the tail? eat the tail and so I mean hey I'm a I'm you know out proud gay you know I had no idea that there might be another um point of view behind it I just thought it was cool again it was a little bit of a turquoise color so it was sticking with that light blue element that I liked and um, I got it home and it was one of my favorite t-shirts and again my mother was like do you I don't like that t-shirt <laughs> you know but I was defiant and I just thought it was best and I wish I still had it but I just rubbed it till it was well, that's <laughs> right. till it was wrong but um, you know I just wore it out till it was scraps you know I, which I'm was sure funny. at the end of its days it looked real beautiful with like uh, some good so holes faded and gorgeous uh, and beautiful but it really is a way you know we see it in everyday life you know, of sweatshirts and T-shirts and what people are wearing. And it just represents a little bit 
of yourself, of who yeah. you are. And I think, and certainly people can not appreciate it. Um, they can be offended by it mm-hmm. and they can also love it and they can see that there's a sense of humor into it or whatever it is, you know. So um, it's really an amazing piece of fashion history that really shows us who we are. And now we see so many luxury brands doing T-shirts, you know, and uh so it's really something that it's a mainstay of of yeah. who we are and what we wear, just like jeans are too. Absolutely. Well, I feel like that's a perfect segue into ponytail show and tell. Yes, I love it. Let's start. So, so Spencer behind for folks who are listening, Spencer behind him has curated a beautiful pile of slogan t-shirts and sweatshirts to his right and left so um i think we should you should take it away and and with each t-shirt i'm sure comes a beautiful story of self-expression and freedom well thank you um and lauren and i had sort of brainstormed on this before it and her she came up with an awesome idea of like why don't you wear a bunch of (laughs) t-shirts And then you can sort of do a strip tease. Well, I think I have like four teeth. Okay, let's that. start with the ones on you. <laughs> Hot as hell right now, it's, even though it's snowing outside. It is um, getting steamy in here. It sure is. It always gets steamy on the ponytail turtle shirt, doesn't it? Um, the first one that I'm wearing is a white T-shirt with the Run DMC um, logo on it. And uh, like I said, they were just, um, they are fighters and they fought for what they believed in and music and changing and uprooting music a little bit and allowing um, just so many different uh, people to enjoy their sound. And they're they're kind of rebellious sound, and t-shirts are sort of rebellious, you know. Yeah, I mean, I never, uh, I was, made, I, I never quite got into them, but I just remember those crispy white Adidas sneakers that they'd wear. <laughs> That's like the, and black leather jackets and chains. Oh yeah, and bucket uh, hats. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. how awesome were they? Um, so that's my first one. Then so as now I- Spencer is just stripping off layer one. And um, we have a, a cute, oh, what's his name? Rilakuma Bear yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. Rilakuma, I can't believe I remembered the name. Rilakuma oh, Bear T-shirt. Too. He's wearing headphones and listening to a little discman and eating onigiri, which is little Japanese <laughs> rice balls. Tell me so, about this, Spencer. Why did you there, choose this T-shirt? I have a little, I go to this thrift store. I have a little little house in northwest Connecticut in a town called Sharon. And there is this place called the Bargain Barn, which just <laughs> rocks the house. <sighs> and um, it it's so weird that what they have there can be so specific to what what times are going on right now. And so, I mean, I got this a little while ago. I think I had um, 
been laid off at Ralph Lauren and, you know, I was just kind of circling, looking through laid off during COVID. Things were kind of like, okay, everything sucks right now, <laughs> you know? And, you know, I was like, I'm not working out. Like my body feels, my sides are definitely uh. bigger than my angles. And I was like, I just want a nice, comfortable, big t-shirt. And this one, this is a white t-shirt. The, um, the graphic is so the cute. animal itself is kind of almost like a dark mustard color and um, almost butterscotch, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah, that's and, a good word for that. And, uh, you know, it was just playful and it's childish. And, yeah. you know, it was just like listening to music and eating some, eating some <laughs> Japanese food. And I was just like, this is perfect for me right now because it'll just make me feel better. And one of the things that as we talk about freedom, being having the sense of your inner child, which I know mm. sounds really kind of like, okay, now we're getting into therapy and stuff, but the inner childness and the childlike elements of a, of the of those that we have just help you feel better you know and and it makes you it takes the weight of the world away a little bit and I don't know about you but we connect I'm a pretty immature person (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's probably why we reconnect but but like honestly I think like that that it's funny that you got into you know when we're talking about freedom you got into the inner child because I went there too like I totally went there like I went to basically this I kind of felt like the freedom to have a tantrum the freedom to just be like things life is shit right now I'm gonna be a big sook and like you know throw a tantrum at home and 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 that's okay I feel like those moments in life we need those moments in life so that we can you know, we can express, you know, we can live alongside people in, in a nice way. Once we've had those tantrums, you know, <laughs> at home, wearing our Rilakkuma t-shirt, eating onigiris with, with headphones on, you know, like sometimes we just need to like take care of that little inner child of us so that we can just, you know, keep on going. That's and a beautiful the- thing. And child, I mean, I don't know. Do you watch Big Mouth at all? <laughs> I, I want to get into it. I, I, I keep saying it on Netflix. Is it good? It, it's so crazy and messed up and so funny. And I just feel like what it what it reminds me of is some of my childhood and just acting absolutely out of control with my friends, making movies, you know, just doing a bunch of stupid shit, running around the neighborhood and being foul, you know, and, um, and that is an element of childhood that is freedom too, you know, so you're able to be like, you know, and it's so that way um even like you said if you are having a tantrum you can tantrum it out you know and be like all right yeah then totally. all the ice cream truck and you're like yeah yeah <laughs> you know, totally um so my what's next, next 
also many many of my purchases are from the bargain part this is a peter frampton beautiful <laughs> we're looking at this light heather gray light heather gray beautiful um you know like graphic with turquoise and and burnt orange and and guitars and and frizzy hair and it's so glam right it's like a mixture of 70s like retro looking diner font and like <laughs> glam rock all in one oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love the diner element of there's this like thing. the diner font in the middle it's beautiful it's got yeah. a bit of like retro like 50s diner in there so tell me about what's going on here what's going on here honey well you know to me the um part of the music the music t-shirt has been a mainstay in in t-shirt design and graphics and mm -hmm. um you know Going to concerts was, is such a, I mean, when we get back there too, is such a sense of freedom oh, because yeah. you're going with a group of people who are all super excited to see this, this artist, you know, and this genius at what they do and get up on the stage and you can, you can let go everything that's been going on and you're able just to chill not necessarily chill out, but just explode with energy oh, yeah. at these um, at these concerts, you know. And Peter Frampton in the seventies and the eighties, you know, it was just mega concerts, you know. And he would be up there, you know, he would be like, you know, two inches high, especially if you're up <laughs> in the nosebleed section. And but it was still you were like dancing, you know, in your seat and uh. people joints around and people like who brought in their alcohol you know and so there was just a rebellious element to it and I think even with the run DMC um t-shirt too it's this rebelliousness rebelliousness the right yeah. is um exuding this sense of freedom and something that you're able to break with from your day-to-day -day roles Oh, totally. Don't you think when you were describing like just being at a concert, I think like, you know, the fact that concerts been taking, you know, live music and, and going to concerts have really been taken away from us. And it's made that, you know, what the feeling of freedom is to me. It's like being able to like express your weird, weird dark weirdness that exists in all of us you know and being able to show that to the world and have the world accept that as you that's you and that's okay isn't that to me like to me that's the feeling of freedom in itself it's like it's like a feeling of like just it's that fear of of like you know that fear of showing this darkness of of weirdness of yourself to the world but then also being accepted by a community once you've shown it like i don't know that's to me the just one of the great things about freedom and the great things about music and expression and and 
retro diner 80s glam rock t-shirts in Heather Gray. You know, they and at concerts, they pumped out the t-shirts, right? Yeah. You know, it was like because they were making mega bucks oh, yeah. of clothing, you know, concert yeah. clothes. And so well, just kind of how you brought it together. I'm sure Peter Frampton wasn't like... <laughs> Um, I'm writing all my lyrics at this diner, so let's engage in some diner graphics. But people were just like, fuck it. Yeah, let's <laughs> just get this. You know? And there is a freedom in that also of like, oh, yeah. ah, you know, let's just do these colors together and stuff <laughs> like that. And um, so it, it also is, it allows a T-shirt allows people sometimes to definitely express themselves. There are people who don't align with it. I feel like sometimes. That's okay. Yeah. And, That's you know, okay. some people can get, some people can get pissed off at it, you know, yeah. but it's like, but it's mine. You know, this is yeah. what I hold true to myself and what yeah. I'm expressing here. And, that's part of our our yeah. freedom to be able to do that. Just disclose disclaimer here for everyone listening. We're not we're talking about creativity and beauty and art and music. We're not talking about t-shirts with like I don't know Confederate flags on them and like really awful dark histories and and things because you know people can really you know nowadays people can really take an idea and twist it into whatever the hell they want it to be and you know that's the, the that's also a danger of the 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 misinterpretation of freedoms as well um but you know that's a whole nother kettle of fish it's time to strip off another layer <laughs> Spencer. all right so now this one i also got at the bargain barn now this oh, is just a very beautiful. simple um, very simple tie-dye t-shirt. It looks you know, like a sunset. It, I know. Sometimes I feel it, it makes me look naked from, <laughs> from the top, and it almost looks like I'm wearing a tube top because the top of the tie-dye, it is kind of a dip dye, oh, and yeah. the top is a little bit almost almost skin-colored for a Caucasian. And uh, But... You know, the reason why I wore the tie-dye is because I used to go to Grateful Dead concerts all uh, the time. And so tie-dye was just all so over nice. the place. But, you know, during the I, – I don't know when tie-dye came into popularity, but certainly – in the in the 60s. I think it was yeah for sure the the LSD experiments in the 60s with the um, the electric acid Kool Aid tests and the the crazy school bus and and you know like that kind of psychedelic experimentation that was I think that's definitely like that plus the Vietnam War protests. I mean they kind of go hand in hand with the counterculture like the the anti-Nixon anti-Vietnam War counterculture but um yeah, I think that was the the tie-dye debut and it never went away cuz it's such a beautiful such a beautiful thing tie-dye, isn't it? You just look like one yeah. big sunset right now. <laughs> well, thank you. Um you know, as what you're saying, too, I think it was just also 
you know, innovation and creativity and art that people were able to easily, easily do. You know, you could get a T-shirt for nothing, you know, and then you could experiment with different colors to just make you feel make you feel like you accomplished something, you worked on a cool little project, you know, and then you were able to show it to people and people are like, wow, pretty. And then you're like, yeah, I did it, you know? And so there's such a feeling, there is that feeling of freedom that you are able to be like, I did it myself. Mm. I came up with it. You don't have to be, you don't have to have art hanging in the Whitney or the MoMA or whatever. It just shows that you can be an artist no matter who you are, you know, and uh, I think, and that was part of that time too, that it seemed like there was this very grassroots element of going on of collectives and people kind of like doing it together. And, and there were also, there was a peacefulness behind it with their their own thoughts. So um, that's why I brought this up. Now, that's otherwise I would literally have you, I would expose my nipples on. Okay, good idea. I'm going to show, well, you've never seen my nipples before, you know, but I'm going to keep going with some. There is a vintage dealer in Colorado. His name is uh, Britt Eaton. And he, Britt and I, um, when I was working at Ralph Lauren, he was just a genius for me. And I could go and find um, all sorts of vintage goods from him. He would also send us boxes of vintage mm. for inspiration. But when I went to visit him, he has this huge, these huge warehouses where if you're the, sort of a thrifter and a pack rat, you know, you could just go in there and find wonderful things. So of course oh, I, I would end up buying some things for myself too. And so this is a t-shirt that says the gold rush, um, Thursday, do- Thursday's dollar pictures. So it's black with gold graphics. And, um, you know, it just made me think how, important bars and restaurants are to our communities and to our freedoms. And they really allowed you to show people where you'd been, what you're up to. And certainly alcohol was a big part of that too, because the drinking, just like going back to the hog's breath, you know, second tail. They had to eat the tail. It's always been a little tongue in cheek, you know, and so this provides that element. It also shows like every place has like a different version, a different kind of take on comedy as well and tongue in cheek. And everyone has expresses their 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 woes in different ways and their happiness in different ways. I love that idea of like the souvenir tea the the like you know the merch tea you know they're all just like expressions of our collective community into the open so what we're looking at is a black t-shirt and it it, there's this kind of like old kind of like um cowboy font says the gold rush yeah i love it thursday's dollar pictures dollar pictures and and the fabric is so soft. I mean, you know, mm. you will find 
uh, vintage teas that are cotton and then some that are cotton poly and the poly, poly cotton ones can be really soft and drapey and oh, this I one can see I can almost see through yours it's so it's so beautifully worn in I can see through the back yeah. of it but yeah it's almost, almost translucent <laughs> yes um as we continue down the alcohol path <laughs> um uh, the, a friend of mine got this for me, and it is the Betty Ford Clinic <laughs> T-shirt. Um, so certainly, the Betty Ford Clinic had some T-shirts made up. Um, wow! <laughs> Why not? And you know, certainly, hey, there's parts of this that are you can look at it. They can be very funny and and like tongue in cheek, but at the same time for people who were really going through rehab and really working on themselves mm. and getting themselves together. You know, yeah. this was emblematic yeah. of I'm helping myself. I am working through a lot of problems mm. to probably gain a freedom that had that they had lost or, yeah. you know, that had gotten out of hand for them. So, you know, there's a couple of elements how you can look at this, which I guess is the way you can look at everything. You yeah, know, this absolutely. is a light blue T-shirt. The Betty Ford Clinic in Beverly Hills, California itself is very faded, 100% um, mm. cotton, but um, it just shows the... Yeah the juxtaposition of how people look at things, really. Absolutely. That is such a beautiful way of putting it. Thank you, Spencer. That was so nice, really. Well, you know, thank you. Know. <laughs> and oh. um, another one that I found at the Bargain Barn, this is a black. <laughs> um, this is basically just a big, a big sponsored ad for the bargain barn, which is not sponsored at all. <laughs> and you guys, if you're going to come and try to sift through it all, uh, you know what? Fuck it, because they raised their prices. So many more people are coming in there, and you, it's really one of those places you have to go every day to see what um, they have. Uh, but, uh, that's like the most fun part of going back to the same spot when they get a new lot of things in and it's like it's like a new store again and you get to like just dig and dive through it so tell me about this t-shirt here it's like oh. a piece a hand a silhouette of a hand um doing a peace sign and there's a british flag in the middle and it says london something it just says london it just oh, says london, london. london uk London, and, London, UK. <laughs> yes. And I mean, this one is that it's not that old, really, but it's, you know, black t-shirt. I t -shirt. think I know, I know where, like, I've seen this t-shirt before and I've definitely seen this in, like, on, like, Piccadilly Circus, like, being sold on side of the road. Like, five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would, it would be like it would probably it's probably like forty pounds now <laughs> to buy, and you'd be like, I don't want that shit. But when you get it at a thrift store oh, and it's just your size and, and it's it. worn nicely, it's like okay, I'll get that one. Yeah, and honestly, oh yeah. I like this one quite a bit, and um, it there's 
design a piece on it, you know, <laughs> which I love. And there's a representation of freedom for me, which is peace sign. And peace sign is also, you know, peace sign has also been a little bit used sometimes as a fuck you to others. You know, nah, this is me, you know. So I like that element of it too. Yeah, because you don't know if it's a forwards piece or a backwards piece, too. You can't tell. Hey. True. Flipping it up. I I don't really know. I didn't really know that. Is there really. Let's I think see, the, the back, the backwards piece oh. is also like a flip off. Yes, you're right. <laughs> well, I'm going to use it as a backward piece then. Yeah. But to you, to you, Lauren, <laughs> yeah, it's a frontward. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, this next T-shirt was given to me. Actually, this is Beautiful. also a cotton poly yellow hee-haw um t-shirt uh it's with a graphic of a a very stupid donkey <laughs> with a <laughs> hat on he also looks like he has a carrot top head hair and uh hee-haw is sort of in, inscripted in kind of a very country like home built oh yeah like a cartoony country like a uh, a comic strip that would be set in a Western setting. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure of the viewers and the listeners out there. Hee Haw was a big show on TV, a country, you know, it really had a lot of country Western stars mm. and um, it was also very funny. You know, it had a, a huge comedy element to it. And um, I think it was really in the 70s. Um, and uh, it was my father's, it was one of my father's favorite television shows. And I mean, um, it, it it was a little bit sexist because all the girls would have gingham tops and their, um, their chests. As, was would- most, as were most shows. Yeah, of the era, you know. Exactly, and they wore Daisy Dukes and stuff like that and, you know, with their their hairs done up. But so I can imagine one of the reasons why my father liked it, but he also (laughs) loved country music and uh, he just thought it was, he thought it was a great show. And so it reminds me of him a lot. And um, because I was in Japan with, a good friend of mine when I worked at Tommy Hilfiger many years ago, back in the back in the mid-90s. And I actually went to Japan quite a bit for inspiration, which was amazing. And my friend worked at Levi's. Um, and uh, he and I were joking around on a bus. His name is Michael Abbey. He and I were joking around on a bus as we were making our way through Tokyo. And we were thinking it'd be fun to come up with a line of clothing. Um, one of the things we had come up with, you know, Raggedy, Raggedy Ann. Mm-hmm. Um, we the thought doll. it would be fun to do because the male version of Raggedy Ann is rag is Raggedy Andrew. So oh, we I wanted didn't know that. We wanted to do a whole line of clothes around Raggedy Andrew and call it Rag Andrew. So that was one of our things. And then we think we came up with a line of clothes around Hee Haw and called it Hee Haw Melancholy. Well, I like when that. I 
when I left um, Tommy Hilfiger, I went traveling around for a little bit, which was fantastic. And I came up with a line of clothing called Hee Haw Melancholy. It was when um, there were juicy T-shirts, oh, you know, yeah. the women. Juicy t-shirts were big, but they were mainly just doing t-shirts that were had a just a touch of fashion to them. Um, there was a brand called Michael Stars that was kind of doing the same thing. And I thought, well, let me try to take those ideas and just give it one more step of fashion to it. So mm-hmm. I made it a little bit more fashionable. And I ended up selling at Fred Siegel and um, Saks and Barney's and Bendel's. So, you know, it was quite, it was yeah. somewhat successful, which was great. And unfortunately, um, 9-11, you know, oh, yeah. really messed up a lot of um, small businesses yeah. and just really created a lot of havoc for the world but um but I did take an old APC t-shirt because it was women's clothes hee-haw melancholy and I took and let's not forget the long sleeve t-shirt because that's also important it's a three-quarter t-shirt now I don't know if you can see this but this is one of the graphics that I had done um it was and uh Amy this very talented designer that I worked with at Levi's. Her name is Amy Balkin. She developed some of the graphics for me for the the first line. And I had this idea that I wanted to do a story about two lesbian ponies and (laughs) fell in love. The whole story was about them falling in love, getting hot for each other. I can see that now. They broke up with each other. Well, here the ponies that are in like a gold coloring are all into each other and they're very <laughs> they're very excited and energetic. So then we kind of wanted to calm them down a little bit because they're getting so heated and we put we um, put blue Valium pills on top. <laughs> of the on top of the ponies so it kind of gives this interesting dichotomy around it and if uh, that's not freedom i don't know what freedom is spencer (laughs) well and that was the thing you know having thank you and working for corporate america this was a way to actually get it out there and be like hey this is me a little bit you know and when you would tell these stories to the salespeople, because you know everybody loves to hear a story right and they're like wait a minute what (laughs) but um they liked it that's Um, the most fun part Yes, I'm going to go a little quicker here because I think I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I can see you have a pile, a big pile of those t-shirts. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this is a do you, keen eyes. There was a movie about um, I forget the, about uh, there was an artist keen. Anyways, this is it's black t-shirt. It's girl with big eyes. They uh, the artist did a lot of art back in the I think it was in the fifties or sixties of children with really big. Oh, eyes. I remember. Yeah. Um, and so, and they were very kind of spooky looking yeah. almost. And so, this is one of those. And I put a little pin on one of their eyes, if you can see the. Oh, even like, more creepy! It's like now it's turned into an emo keen eyes. 
<laughs> yes. And I used to have this old um, Helmet Lang uh, like sheer t-shirt that I used to wear over the keen eyes. So then kind of created this, this, you know, this slight transparency oh, that was spooky. Moody and spooky. Also at the bargain barn, long sleeve black t-shirt. Oh, I t-shirt. love this one. It's the Wiz. The Wiz. Um, and the Wiz was a, a, a Broadway play. Um, I think all the, actors were African-Americans and it was, you know, an African-American take on the white wizard of Oz. And um, I remember I didn't see it as a play, but I saw it in the movies and um, Michael Jackson was in it. And um, what's her name? Um, Shoot. I'm forgetting. The design is so cool though. Like the colors, the colors, like the graffiti font, the like the gradient, you know, the like on this, and also the sleeves. Can you show me the show us the sleeves? Um, so uh, for people listening, it's a, a long sleeve, very worn in, um, you know, vintage tee. The front has like a brick wall, and it's got the whiz in kind of graffiti writing and beautiful ombre bright colors. And then the side, it says what the School of the Arts, I think. Uh, on the sleeve. The Blake School of the Arts. The Blake School of the Arts. But that's um, a beauty. That's a real beauty. And it's really, the screen print is very heavy, so it's cracking Mm. and it's very thick. Um, It's, you know, kind of a plastisol. But um, the whiz to me was, um, Diana Ross was in it as well. It was Ah, just something that... It took the Wizard of Oz to a whole new level and just made it hip and cool and interesting and fantastic. And I just loved it. And so for me, it was really fantastic. I love that one. Another one from the Bargain Barn. Um, Beautiful. White that says, trans women belong here. Um, And the beginning of each letter is red outlined in black. And then the, um, the rest of the letters are just in a very simple black font, but, um, you know, again, just freedom for expression and who you are. And, um, it's and just that belonging that, you know, that I was taught you did this sense of, of, of being just being accepted and, and being uh, people just, being able to receive you for just whatever or whoever or however you are, I feel like that feeling is really nicely, you know, expressed there. Yes, I mean, and this was, you can tell that it was a heat press, you know, done really, you know, the, the heat press around the actual font itself is totally going, um, it's uh, going yellow, from the age of oh, it, I but see. it's just nice that you know here someone was like, "This is me. Yeah. I'm gonna just tell you who I am and what I believe in." And I'm sure whoever wore this got a lot of flack for it, mm. but I'm sure that they were also totally embraced by it. And I just love that idea that someone was embraced for it. And yeah. so when I wear it, I wear it to embrace my own individuality and to the others that express themselves for it. Yeah, 
Beautiful. I love that. Um, speaking of freedom and uh, and not having freedom, I don't know. If, do you remember who Robin Bird is? Do you know who she no, is? I have no idea. Please, please tell. Please tell. Um, Robin Bird used to have this. Um, she, she had the Robin Bird show on on uh, cable access television in New York called channel J and uh, she would basically interview uh, scions of, of New York nightlife and um, of the adult entertainment industry. And um, she was also very big in, um, in helping censorship. You know, because people really tried to bring her down because she was showing strippers on her television show. And, and you know, so people weren't people weren't cool with that. You know, yeah, right. she fought. She fought censorship and she was like, no, this is fine for us to have this. This is freedom for us. Yeah. on television and she would always she wore this um crochet bikini and she would wear these cowboy boots and at the beginning of the show she would say lie back and get comfortable and then <laughs> you would watch the that. show okay so as a gay guy um there on sunday nights she would always have male strippers and <laughs> I was kind of like, uh, and so I would sneak around, get into, I was able to watch, I had this TV and I could watch her show on Sunday nights. And it just, you know, it's like, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah. You know, so uh, this is Robin T-shirt. Yeah, she also, she has a place in Fire Island and um, my friend's. I guess they had a little bit of a lover spat because of this T-shirt. Oh <laughs> so um, it brings up bad news for them. So they were like, I said, well, I'll take it. And they said, well, you can have it. And that's like, you're well, that, it's the child of the divorce. Yeah, that's exactly. It's and she of- wrote on it and it says, love always, Robin Bird. Uh-huh. Um, another one from the Bargain Barn. Trans women belong here as well. So another statement T in honor of all of our trans friends out there Mm -hmm. and um, all of those who are struggling to protect their own freedoms and showing who we are and why we are who we are. When we were preparing Um, for this, I just want to like shout out because I, I, I told Spencer about one of my favorite Thai comedy um, films called The The Iron Ladies, and it's about um, a trans. It's a true story. It's about a trans uh, volleyball team um, in Thailand back in the nineties, probably. And and people have this misconception that that you know. Thailand is such an open place for, you know, transgender people and for, you know, all walks of life. But actually, um, once if you actually understand the language and if you're part of really part of the culture, like, you know, there were, you know, trans people had to and still have to, you know, really have thick skin and, you know, like, you know, just just hold their head up high um, you know, amongst a lot of, 
you know, difficulties that they face from from other people in society and this whole uh, but the thing in in Thailand is that they use comedy and humor and sassy just real strength to to combat to kind of like really cut you know cut people down when they want to and it's this really uplifting and hilarious story of of like um a trans volleyball team who competed in the men's league and just kicked ass kicked ass really recommend pony recommend favorite thai comedy um classic recommend for anyone i got the link that you sent me and i think it sounds fantastic i can't have to find i have to to find it for you yeah Um, it sounds so amazing and it's just so uplifting you know, yeah. it's um, just so wonderful. And as you were saying about having to be strong, you know, we, we are all, you know, we all suffer so much, mm. you know, on who we are. And to come out and to be strong and proud and loud about it, I mean, you know, you don't want people to be against it. Just if you see anything like that and you feel like, well, that's not right. It's like, but just think of all the struggles that you go through with yourself Yeah. and the, and the t-shirts that you put on, you know, yeah. that are a little bit of who you are and that it helps you to be like, you know what? Screw you. This is what, who yeah. I am. Badass. And to feel positive about yourself. How great yeah. is that? And don't question me for it. Just take me as I am. You know, don't you, like I'd rather someone you wouldn't it be nice if people were just like not bothered by you than actually come up to you and like have to like, you know, drill you for something that is just expressing who you are. You know, like this is who I am. Let me be and let everyone be and we'll all be happy. Yeah, just like you're ugly, mean, and nasty, right? Yeah, I'm just, it's just a what, you know, just, it's just being truthful, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and this next t shirt, which really, I don't know how, what it truthful it is. This one's old, though, but you, uh, I don't know if you out there who know what a ringer tee is, but a ringer tee was where the the body is one color, but the rib around the neck and around the sleeves are are another color. This is a, oh yeah. I'm going back to my mother again. So yes, I have mother issues, everybody. Um, <laughs> but um, this is from um, oh, what's this movie called? Now I just forgot it. Um, with Robert Redford and um, Paul Newman, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh. Um, which was a movie, I think, in the 70s. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, about these outlaws. and But, you know, they're very glamorous and, of course, super attractive fellas. And um, my mother always thought that my dad kind of looked a little bit <laughs> like Paul Newman, which I think he actually does a little bit. Oh, but nice. I did not get that gene. But... Um, but it's a heavy plastic. Also, you know, movies, of course, during those times and still do, were also making T-shirts with, um, you know, for the motion picture industry so they could sell them, you know, to yeah. watch movies. But um, 
it's very worn out and it's it's I dear like the to colors. me. It's like yeah. this beautiful, like faded. It's all faded. So now it's this beautiful, like purpley blue, ombre, pink kind of print. Um, what kind of a print is it? It's like a plastisol. Plastisol. Oh, you know, print. It was, you, you can tell that this was like a heat press as well. Mm. Um, so I'm sure the, you know, Columbia Pictures or whoever did it probably bought a ton of blank T-shirts yeah. and then. They created graphics around the the movies themselves, and then they were able to, you know, somebody heat press the graphic on whatever movie was coming out or something like that, you know. And, uh, you know, but uh, the guys are dressed in very kind of um, old school attire that looks like it's, I don't know, I guess back from the... It could be like Ralph Lauren 2010. (laughs) Yes, but it could also it's, it could be nineteen ten too. But, it could also um, be nineteen ten. Yes, but really reminds me of our family. Um, Bargain Barn, Nirvana. How can you go wrong with a Nirvana T-shirt? Oh, yeah. That looks like a, a re a remake, like a digital print remake. Is it? It says Buddhist. Buddhist beatitude. Beatitude. From their tour, um, oh, it's it like has, an original one. It has a it has a um, a letter that I guess um, that I guess he wrote. It says, "Francis and Courtney, I'll beat your altar. Please keep going, Courtney, for Francis for her life, which will be so much happier." Without me, oh my God, I love you, I love you. Kurt always had a very specific way with his words, you know, so um, clearly he's got this letter that he's writing um, about his life and to um, his wife and child. And to everyone who wears this T-shirt and to everybody who sees it being worn. Millions. And I mean, you know, um, they, Nirvana was just a real um, inspiration for freedom and angst and, you know, just kind of getting their thoughts out there and breaking, breaking tradition, you know, so such a great, such a great band. Um, I'm going to edit a couple of these because I've got sweatshirts but this this i also got from a vintage dealer now this this one this must be pretty old it is so faded it and so gross that it's almost orange now it must have been so it's like a soft white kind of cream looking color yeah and it says and uh, the graphic says do it clean with the gay bar so it was clearly <laughs> some gay bar <laughs> that um that with a bar uh, of soap in the middle yeah so you know, bar of course, soap. there was that whole joke of don't drop the soap in the shower because somebody's if you bend over somebody's <laughs> Um, and then in the back are it almost looks like a 1920s illustration yeah. of two men um, one is on a tricycle 
other other is behind him in a little track outfit. But I um, love how just strange. That's so strange. I mean, I guess I can see the relationship with the font in the front, the gay bar font. It's like this like art deco great Gatsby looking font. But that is so odd. I know. And I mean you know, and so this, when, of course, I don't know when this came in, it, it looks like, I don't know, it must be 60s or 70s, probably. But, you know, people weren't necessarily showing their true colors a ton there. But um, this is great just to oh, show, yeah. hey, here I am. I'm gay. I love it. I love that. Um, I have this some sweatshirts. How much time do we have? We have, probably we have time for, let's do like, let's do three to five max sweatshirts. Okay, perfect. Um, Sweatshirts, just as interesting as t-shirts. J'embrasse mon chien sur la bouche. (laughs) I kiss my dog on the mouth. There is sort of this Keith Haring dog at the top, and uh, I'm a little bit of a Francophile, so I love French, and I found this at the Bargain Barn, and I was like, oh my God, I kissed my dog on the mouth. I mean, <laughs> that is fantastic. Is, so. that, is that what, tell me, like, on the tag, is it a French, actual a French uh, sweat, or is it like someone just printed French on a on a like a Gildan sweatshirt or something. I don't know the the copyright or whatever is so small and illegible at the bottom. I can't really make it out, and there's no tag inside or ah, that just like makes that. it a complete mystery. I love it. Yeah. So um, that is good. Um, also. A very cool old Adidas black oversized. I mean, it's a raglan sleeve, Mm -hmm. so um, sweatshirt. Very great size. Yeah, it's awesome. And and Adidas itself is tightly embroidered with Mm -hmm. a white stitch, Um, but a great little t shirt. Um, And. This one, which is one of my favorites, my friend Michael Abbey that I was telling you about, uh, who lived in Japan for a while. I don't know if we found this sweatshirt together. (laughs) I think we used to go shopping around Tokyo and then get into fights over who would, who saw it first and who would, uh, who would actually end up with it. But this is a, a hoodie Um, that has the kangaroo pocket, it's cream, and then sort of almost, what would you say, an apricot color? Yeah, apricot. Apricot hood and sleeves. And then uh, there's an embroidery that says, kiss me, I'm a monkey on it. (laughs) And so that just was always, it just, as an American coming to Japan, there were just so many things that kind of made sense, but didn't make sense. Absolutely. And, uh, so, and I loved that freedom of it just not making sense at all, really, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, this is not totally 
that's what we see that's what i see so much like living in asia living in thailand it's like just i feel like in asia like a lot of things are produced here and there's a lot of factories here and there's a lot of people like just going like oh that looks like it sells well i'm just gonna rehash this and make my own version but i don't know what it means but this is just like it's when you when you can't read something, it just looks like a graphic, right? It just looks like this just looks like an object. So you just slap it on a t-shirt. It looks cool because you have no idea what it says. It's like those people who get like Chinese tattoos, like white people who get Chinese tattoos, and it says like something awful. <laughs> you know, one of those. It's just the same idea. Like it's the like one, the one you have, right? <laughs> yeah, the one I have. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, like to you, it just looks like sticks and like like little little sticks and like you know to to us, you know, kiss me, I'm a monkey. Just looks like yellow squiggles with an outline. <laughs> yeah, and then then you get some beautiful things that create new strange meanings that have no like no kind of context they're just they're just like mushrooms that sprouted from poo (laughs) (laughs) i remember being in japan and going into uh uh, going into Harajuku and like seeing, seeing you know, into these little stores, and it was like for an eraser and a pencil eraser, and it said eraser leads you to good situation, and I was like, an eraser leads you to a good situation. <laughs> you know? and you're like, I gotta buy this because I'm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> These these little joys, I I get them on the daily here in Thailand. But um, but speaking of those little joys, I have one similar one which expresses the same kind of freedom that we just talked about. But this comes from America, so this is Jake's golf carts. So what we're looking at. What we're looking at is like this, it looks like a hot rod t-shirt. It's got flames. It's like Heather Gray. It's got flames. It looks really tough. There's like metal and there's like, it looks like, you know, like a, you know, really tough car, but it's actually a golf cart shop and they do, it looks like they actually like hot up golf carts. Um, Yeah. And they look sick. This one on the back the golf cart has flames. It's got big ass tires, suspension, you know, like that in itself, my friends, is a freedom to make the sickest golf cart ever and then make t-shirts about them. And this is like one of my favorite t-shirts. Literally, I feel so good wearing this t-shirt. You know, I feel tough. I feel like unique yeah anyway that's a good feeling that um, is awesome. you can see that at like a, the new monster truck show you know oh yeah at the, <laughs> at the trade shows oh yeah and oh i definitely want to put this cap on this is a freedom i'm gonna put this cap on so this cap <laughs> Who is that this 
This is Anthony's Anthony Fauci's face on a cap. <laughs> but he has that, much more hair than he usually does, right? <laughs> so this is like um, my friend Max Wessler, who um, he he has he's been in in the menswear um, trade for a good while, and he paired up with Ebbets Field Flannels, um, who make beautiful baseball caps out of beautiful flannel made in America and they made a Fauci cap and they just turned it around so quick and they did it like a few months ago and you know that's a freedom that is a real freedom putting Anthony Fauci's face on a cap that's America beautiful he's not wearing a mask he's not wearing a mask on the cap but you can you can picture him saying put on a mask when you see this cap. All right. It's beautifully done. Beautiful. Yeah. And then my my last well I have a couple but we're going to run out of time. Okay, my this this glass is also freedom. It's the Kickapoo Joy Juice glass. Um so Kickapoo the fact that Kickapoo soda do you know about Kickapoo Soda? Did you? I think it came from America, actually, but it was very, very popular in Asia as a soda, um, especially like in the seventies. Um, so I looked at like it. Sounds like good for constipation. <laughs> it's like it tastes kind of like Mountain Dew kind of thing. Okay. But then I, I had to wikipedia this because like who in god's name calls a soda kickapoo joy juice like what kind of brilliant person does that and apparently kickapoo joy juice was a fictional beverage coined by the american comic strip little abner um, oh. the, the cartoonist described the beverage as a liquor of such stupefying potential potency that the hardiest citizens of Dogpatch after the first burning sip rose into the air and stiff frozen as codfish. Uh, that's that's the Wikipedia, but that's cool. And then my last show and tell here, ladies and gentlemen, is something that, you know, this, this is a T-shirt that says, oh, love it. <laughs> make capital great again and it's got mount rushmore mount rushmore with eric and kiro uh, eric kabatek and kiro hirata's faces photoshopped onto mount rushmore so this was done for um i think it was done for the last capital photo shoot and we they did a little party in bangkok um this must have been 2019 because it definitely didn't happen last year, folks. Uh, and um, and Jack, who who is our friend, and he he kind of distributes capital here in Thailand. He got these awesome T-shirts made up. Isn't that wonderful? I'll Just, do a trade for you. Oh yeah. I'll do a trade with you. Yeah, we'll. I, I I was eyeing off. What was I? We'll talk about this later. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got many trades. Um, yeah. But any so thank you so much for showing us your like 
freedom t-shirts and your freedom sweatshirts and and expressing to us all what freedom means to you. Do you have any kind of last thoughts about what freedom is in 2021, Spencer Buxell? I think, well, I think it really is be yourself. Um, you know, challenge yourself, I guess, challenge yourself with ideas and thoughts that others have and how we can somehow make peace with all of those together, together because we're so, a lot of us are so outspoken um, mm. that we somehow need to come together as, as a world and um, really, you know, really be safe with each other mm. and realize that we're all just people, you know, yes. and, um, and we're funny and we are, we have hearts and, uh, we have beliefs and, yeah. uh, and let's try not be, let's not try to be too offended. Um, you know, and, and let's just within this challenge that we've been given, let's try to enjoy life, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's keep our little tempered tantrums to inside our house. And then when we go outside our house, we can just be lovely and um, we can be community and we can accept people's individualities and self-expression as whoever the hell they want to be. Because oh, right. that's okay. Because we had our little temper tantrums at home in, yeah. in the safety of of whoever the hell puts up with us in our homes. <laughs> right. And realize when you have those little temper tantrums at home, which I certainly do, and I might, oh, yeah. throw, I might throw something, um, <laughs> it generally breaks. And then I'm really pissed off. Like, I'm like, God damn it. But then I realize, okay, <laughs> so that's done. So we it's don't want to keep breaking. We don't want to keep breaking shit because it sucks. Yeah. Um, so just watch what, watch it's and okay. think about what that tantrum is going to do to you and yeah. others around. But it's okay. We're all weirdos and we all should just love each other. Exactly. Note, thank you so much, Spencer. It was a pleasure and like, Gosh, I miss you. Well, we'll see you. We'll see you soon. And and well, if not, if not in person, back on the internet. I look forward to that, and I hope it will be in person soon. Oh yeah. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye, Love you. Keep it going. <laughs>